All right, we're coming to you not so live from the Flumadiddle Studios in Gadsden, Alabama. And John, guess what I saw on this full moon tonight? Well, I don't know, but first of all, let me just welcome y'all to the heliport here. We're just proud to be here. And Keith, I have no clue. What are you talking about? Well, across that moon flew a flying car. What the heck? Not really, but I was imagining it because guess what we're talking about today? Flying cars. Yeah, I, I guess probably dun, the, dun, dun, dun. the listeners figured it out from our interview, and, uh, and we had a, quite a few people there who gave their input on flying cars, and that's the thing about it, though, if you kind of listen to the interviews, it's not so clear about what exactly we're talking about. I mean, John, let's start out with that. So what do you think, man? What is flying car? What do you think about flying cars? Well, I think Colleen hit it. A buddy of ours from work most of us think of the jetsons you know you got this little uh mid-century bubble that you live in and floating outside your door is some kind of vehicular situation here so that's what most of us think about i believe yeah the jetsons definitely comes to mind when i think of flying cars and back to the future you remember theirs was able to oh, take off oh yeah. yeah heck yeah there you go and the old delorean but I think that's uh, kind of what we need to do here first, John, is we need to define what exactly is a flying car. I mean, there's really a, a lot of flumadiddle there because people, some people say we would have flying cars. Right now, today, we have them. But then some other people be like, no, nah, dude, we don't have flying cars. So, so it's how, semantics, right? It's semantics, how do we define right? this? What is it? What it, what it is, what it ain't. Well, I'll be honest with you, John. What I think is that it is in the eye of the beholder. Because really, all right, who all is right. the you know almighty person who decides whether or not something is or is not a flying car? Who's the king who's, who gets to decide that? Well, we don't have a flying car king that I know of. So I guess where we're getting at, is there some kind of vehicle-like substance that floats around or flies around in the air somewhere on this earth today? Right, absolutely. So, besides like helicopters and dro- you know droids and dro- or not droids, what the heck am I talking about? I'm an android droids. thing, so I'm thinking of droids. How about drones? Drones, kind of right? I think uh, probably there are some qualifications that that you definitely have to have, like to be a flying car. I think it has to carry passengers, wouldn't you think? But yeah, it's got to have human beings in it for me. Right. We got to be able to hop in it and like fly to Aldi or Ollie's or Cash Saver where you can get ribeye steaks for like three ninety nine a pound. So that's a good point right there. I think to me, a flying car has to be kind of compact. The idea is the usefulness right. of it. The yeah, it's convenience not a jet. It. It's not a helicopter. Right. So you you can fly in. So let's just say maybe it can fit in a parking space. You know, like a car okay. can. What about the, you know, like the amphibious cars? There's been a few of those. Like, you're driving along Highway 59, you're like, holy crap, there's the Coosa River. Let me drive off into the river and go fishing. Yeah, that'd be cool. So that's like a boat car thing. So do we have anything we're, like, driving along and, like, hey, this traffic sucks. Let's just zip up here and fly over to Rainbow City. When I was younger, I used to think of what would be awesome if you were a superhero and you had, like, a motorcycle that could turn into a jet ski that could also turn into like a flying jet ski. Heck yeah, dude. Like it could do all of them. That's and so, awesome. And I think that's really, that's kind of the, the pull of a flying car. That's what people really want. You want to be able to just be going down the road and then take off. And let's see, that would be a different definition of a flying car because, you know, some of these can do that. Some of them can't, but there's disadvantages and advantages of different designs. And so for today's podcast, though, let's cut through the flow middle. They all apply. 
Okay, we're going to talk about all of them. All right, let's do it, man. All right. So let's start with the history of it, though, John. Flying cars. So where do you think it started? Hmm. I don't know. Gosh, I think like, uh, I don't know, Leonardo da Vinci has like pictures of some kind of flying craft, almost like a pre-helicopter type thing. Yeah. So I'm sure the idea of flight has been with man since he first like saw the bird or the eagle, the hawk flying over the horizon. Right. That's that's like way back. I'm taking it back in the day, old school. No, I agree with you. I think the ideas were there way before the technology was there, which is the way a lot of uh, great innovations happen. Um, But really, Da Vinci was on the right path, probably, but just didn't have the power source to get it done and the right materials to do it. Um, So... So for our podcast, what are we talking about? Where do, where does this start at? What day and age, so to speak? Well, I would think that probably flying cars, the concept of it was around about as early as flight itself. And so let's start with flight itself. The helicopter, actually, John, took the first flight. Bet you didn't know that, did you? Everybody thinks it's the airplane. But did you know that the helicopter actually flew about a foot and a half off the ground All in right. 1901, 1901, which was about two years before the the Wright brothers Man, took their first flight. We, we were only about five back then. That's been a while ago. <laughs> right. And so a lot of people think of the airplane being the first flight, but the, uh, the helicopter actually beat it barely if you consider a foot and a half off the ground a flight. But see, a lot of people don't, so that's why they credit the airplane in 1903 because the airplane in 1903 – they flew um, about 10 feet off the ground for 120 feet. All right. So that's, that's considered cool. the first real flight. All right. Well, just two years after that, the helicopter flew about six feet off the ground and went for over 4,000 feet horizontally. So, I mean, that, that right. sucker that's really about three flew. three quarters of a mile, man. Right, that's, that's a cool. long way. Got it. Got so it. they were kind of right there together. Helicopter and airplane invented, discovered, whatever you want to say, all at the same time there. Da Vinci, like you said, had a design. It was similar to the helicopter. Okay. And uh, here's something cool. We, we mentioned. Oh, it. I'm tired of him. Oh, Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Here he is again, just hogging up all the inventions. Oh, he had to just put his finger in everything, didn't he? He's so just, did. So um, anyway, he was very smart about this stuff. When something was coming out, he would kind of come up with his own design and he would patent he it. He would. He was a dirty heathen and he'd jump in there somehow. And that's what he did. In 1908, he patented his own version of an airplane, but it was never built. So, I, I. Just an interesting fact there. So, and then I guess those are two key points. Another key point to go to build upon the flying car, we have to mention drone technology, which there we could get really deep into the history of drone technology. I mean, it's been around a lot longer than what people think, but the the little toy drones, battery-powered right. drones. I got a couple of those. Yeah, those have been around maybe 10 or 20 years, you know, and, and kind of developed over those couple decades and gotten really, really good with the technology. And so we have to mention that history because of some of the designs that we're fixing to talk about. So let's try to answer the million-dollar question, John. All right, Keith, so here it is. Do we have... Currently, or will we have flying cars now or in our lifetime? Okay. I'm going to answer that right now, definitively. It depends. 
Absolutely. Because <laughs> it really depends it on what you consider a flying car. That's it. That's what I was going to say, semantics. How, what's the definition? All right. So so what's our definition tonight, I guess? You know, we did that with Flumadiddle with the old, the the original Flumisode with the old diet and exercise, wellness and well-being. Some of this stuff really depends on what you're actually talking about. Right. Well, why don't we do this? Let's go through these different ones. And then at the end, me and you will give our own opinion on what we think a flying car is. Sounds good, brother. Let's do it. So there's a few things out there that people could possibly consider a flying car. And I'm going to start with my favorite. It's called the E-Hang 184. Oh, that's one of my favorites of all time. Absolutely. The E-Hang 184. I I have no clue what he's talking about. I'm sorry. It's my favorite. Your favorite, absolutely. Okay, so it's built more along the lines of a quadcopter, kind of like this newer toy drone technology. Got that. I know that quadcopter. So, I know for our listeners, let me try to describe it for you. You know what one of them little smart cars looks like? Oh yeah, yeah, the little Small, tiny things. Yeah. yeah, it looks like an old Honda Civic that's jacked up in the back with like thirteen inch wheels instead of twelve inch wheels. So the E Hang one eighty four. Looks kind of like that with four arms that come out from the bottom of it, and they each have a propeller on them. Okay, I got you. Like a drone, like a the little smart brand car with like quadcopter wings yeah, on it. Yeah, it's like it looks like a giant toy drone, like the okay. kind of drones that we fly around. Um, but it'll fit a person in it, and that's the difference between it and like that little smart car. Smart car, they try to cram two people in it. Well, this is only they only Just put one, one in it, though. so it's actually got a little Dude, more. That'd room. be awesome, like in hospice. If you had yeah. to like go real quick to Aniston or Valley Head or something, you just zip up in there and bam. Absolutely. And there's there's some cool things about it that makes it my favorite. Aye. One is you don't actually have to drive the thing. It's GPS controlled. Okay. So um, you get okay in there. unless you're in Birmingham and trying to get to an address that's. Yeah, exactly. We, you know, working the jobs we work, we understand GPS don't always take you exactly where you so want to go. don't. So that quadcopter may be taking you in the middle of a pasture or something. You, so the E-Hang 184, though, right. it's GPS controlled. Yeah, you get in, and there's like this little iPad right there in the dash built in. Okay. You just put in your coordinations, and it takes you there. And this one actually is – I believe it's pretty much developed. It's kind of hard to say. They have, like, prototypes of it. They keep saying they're going to come out with it. They said that they were going to have it the summer of 2017 in Dubai, but I think probably different legal – things are getting in the way of that but it has a um flight time of let's say 40 to 50 kilometers or about 23 minutes okay but it only goes three minutes of flight time so about 37 miles per hour yeah about that's 37 a, that's a little slower than i can run but that's all right exactly I'm, I'm kind of world class with that and i was thinking man it's kind of slow but if you go straight from point a to point b 37 miles per hour is actually pretty quick as the crow flies exactly absolutely or the penguin flies. So no. So um, so that's the E-Hang 184. What else we got besides that one? The Volocopter AAT. The Volocopter. It's very similar to the E-Hang 184, but it, it's designed just a little bit different. Instead of four propellers in the quadcopter formation, there's eight propellers on this like circular structure that's above the craft. So it's like this okay. big ring, and on that ring, eight propellers go all the way around it. Okay. Um, just yeah. it, it, the the advantage of it, it don't look quite like a car, and it's not quite as small. It looks a little different, but the advantage of it is it goes about sixty-two miles per hour. 
So I'm guessing all these things we're talking about, they're lifting up from a like a, a dead stop, kind of like a helicopter type situation. Exactly. And so if you wanted to say a flying car. Yeah. So we can we land and you, then the wheels pop out and then exactly, we drive can, to the right. Aldi and That's a big groceries. negative. It doesn't drive. It's just a quadcopter thing. Okay. So you can't drive it like on the road. It's not a wheel-driven car at all. But here's the thing about that. Now, okay. what we, what we say uh, we think of when we think of flying cars? Well, what, that's what we're getting at. What, what, what show? Like what show was it? The though? Jetsons. The Jetsons. <laughs> now, think about that show. <laughs> did did he drive that car around on the road? No, I guess he didn't. He but showed he was it. Living in the air. He they were living all in right. the air because of pollution. They had to build their. So we need Tower, a drone maybe. house for our drone car to float up to. Right, exactly. And that's kind of the idea they have in Dubai. It's kind of a very Jetsons-like Dubai, uh, Jetsons-like idea in Dubai right. because their idea is like these businessmen will be able to go to the roof where they've parked their, their E-Hang 184. Right. And it's remote start, so they've already got it you know cooking by the time they get up there it's ready to go so they just hop in it and then they go from one building all the way over to another building that's way off on and land on top of another building so it's it's kind of like the idea of the jetsons there gotcha gotcha all right well, so what else we got airbus a3 that's the company their their vehicle is called the vahana so i know the airbus aren't they like a french like plane building situation something like that Airbus. Yes, I believe so. They're they're from somewhere. Sure. Anyway, they'll be they build planes. I think they're from France or um, India or somewhere. Gotcha. I have no idea. Uh, anyway. Well, they'll send us in and tell us how stupid we are. Hey, I can't believe y'all didn't know who Airbus was. Well, we don't care. I well, guarantee you, I'll find something in India that's named Airbus. But ha! there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like some toy or something. There you go. But it's a uh, Airbus A3 Vahana. So it's slightly larger than the E Hang. But it still only holds one person. So there are some advantages to this thing, though. Even though it's a little bit bigger, it has eight propellers, but they're on like a large front wing and a smaller back wing. And it's one of these things that can take off vertically, but then the propellers kind of tilt forward and becomes more like an airplane. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I like that, that too. That makes sense to me. The advantage of that, still not a wheel-driven car, still just a, an aerial vehicle, but... It can go about 80 kilometers, and it goes about 140 miles per hour. So you're booking it at that now point. Now we're getting on up there. We're getting we're talking like Piper Cub type stuff. Yeah, I mean, like we're getting here like engine plane. here close to Birmingham and a zip, you know. There you go. So I'm liking it. I now. like that. I like that. And, I mean, I don't think it would take much to just add you a couple of little wheels to that, you know, so that when I land, I can just zip right over somewhere that doesn't have a helipad. Right, and I was thinking the same thing about that E-Hang 184. I mean, it really, I don't think it'd be that hard to add wheels to it, so you could drive it around. So maybe that's the next step. I don't know. But I don't think they just really have a need for that because of what they're using it for. But on that E-Hang, though, one cool thing I forgot to mention is the arms actually fold up, so it's small enough to actually fit into a parking space by itself with the arms down, and then they fold up, too. So you, you end up with a very compact little thing there. All right, all right. Sounds good, man. All right, so then they have one called the Aeromobile. It probably looks most like a car, and it looks like a car with a plain tail on it. And the wings are kind of tucked in. They All fold right. in. It holds two people. 
then the thing about this one is it actually is a wheel-driven car. So All right. So you got an Aeromobile. You know what that puts me in the mind of? What's that? Back in the day, many years ago, like in the 30s, they talked about a car as a terraplane. I think there's actually a brand. I knew somebody that had a terraplane uh, dealership. Terraplane? Terraplane. So, you know, Terra. Like Terra, T-E-R-R-R. Like, it's a terror coming at me. <laughs> like Get out T- of the way. T-E-R-R-A as in Earth. Like, like Earth plane? Earth plane. So oh, it's a car. Funny. So now we've got Aero mobiles. And they also we've come got, full circle. And then we they had call Earth them like planes, a, and now we've got Air cars. And they called them like horseless uh, carriages too, right? There you go, man. Yeah. We're coming full circle. So anyway... It looks a lot like a car because it actually can operate like a car. You can drive it down the road. The only thing I don't like about it is you can't really just drive it down the road and take off. You have to stop, let the wings fold out, and then go again and take off. That's kind of stupid. To I don't me. know, man. Yeah, I get that. I'm with you. So we got to mix that together with the whole drone thing because I like the fact that it's a plane, it's a car. Right. It's a flying car. That is kind of cool. Know. Yeah. I'm going to tell you my opinion many. You might right. not like I'm, just, it, I'm being philosophical, man. Maybe I'm just not visionary enough to see the future. Another cool thing. It's 160 miles per hour. 160. All right, we're getting on up at least to European sports car speeds now. And then we got the old Uber Elevate. The Uber. Now, I couldn't find much information on that thing. I think it's kind of like an idea. It's like they want to get into this flying car game, but they're not quite in it they yet. Want, heck, they can't even get into Great Britain, much less the flying car game. Exactly. They got bigger problems Absolutely. To, to worry about. Bigger fish to fry. So it does. So what's some uh, possible barriers you think to us actually driving these things in a day-to-day basis there, John? Well, practically, I would imagine a couple of things. I would imagine... You're talking about some cash, some money. Right. It's going to be for the wealthy. For a while. But, you know, most technologies are like that. Starts out like that. Starts it out does. high and kind of comes down. So uh, what else? Well, one of our unnamed co-workers, who we will not call Shug on the podcast today, right. is like disconcerned about all these idiots flying into each other in the air. Right. So safety. Safety. I think that's a big deal. Now, Reading across this stuff, a lot of these things did have some pretty good safety features, I thought. Like, especially these GPS navigated ones. Yeah. It had, like, a system diagnostics going all the time. And so, like, if it sensed that anything was wrong, it would automatically send you back to your destination. Or land – actually, I think it would land you at the nearest, safest place. So that was kind of cool. You know, add that with a parachute, I might be good, you know. (laughs) There you go. So, so we're at the point now, speaking of safety, where we're talking about like the old Google unmanned cars type of right. thing, and people are flipping out about that. So consumer confidence is consumer a big deal. Consumer confidence. The people would have be to want in it. the turlet. Right. And so, kind of like with the Google cars slowly being introduced, I figured that this is something that I have to also be slowly introduced. You know, when they first built bridges, people didn't want to drive across in things. They didn't think they were safe. Right. So what they do? They would let some big, giant, four-legged mammal right. with a 
tusks and such run across it, I guess. Yeah, it marched a stinking elephant out on that bridge a to pachyderm. prove how. Yeah, and sometimes even more than one, like a, a pack of pachyderms. <laughs> and so, a pack of pachyderms, ladies and gentlemen. So that it would prove that, man, if it's holding up all this weight, you'll be good in your car. You'll be fine. So we need to have a flying car that will fly a pack of pachyderms in it. That's what and I was thinking. We, well, we need to stuff an elephant in this e- e- hang Let's 184. Just stuff one in there. And everybody exactly. be fine. That's exactly. what we should do. I'm with it, man. So, all right, we have come to a close to our podcast. So, one more thing we got to do, man. We got to define this thing. Our own opinions. So, like, what do you think? Do you think that we have flying cars now? Do you think we're not quite there yet? I think we're not quite there yet. I like the drone idea. I think that's where the future is. You can't have, you can't just be driving along and hope you can pop your wings out. You got to be able to, like, Right, I agree. You got to be able to pop up like the old helicopter situation. And I don't know, maybe by the time that happens, whether that's a few years from now, 50 years, 100 years, 200 years, whatever, I'm kind of thinking that, I don't know, who knows, will wheels and tires and driving on a road be necessary? I don't know. Certainly at this point in my thinking, I would love to be driving down the road, pulling the old parking lot at Walmart and thinking, you know what, it's time to hit the air. We got to speed this thing up a little bit. Yeah, and take off from the parking lot and head out. That would be awesome, and that's where I'm at too. I don't, I don't think we're there yet to what I would consider a flying car, because I see the Back to the Future thing more than anything. Like you got a regular looking car that you're just driving regular, and it just takes off when you want it to. You know, you ain't got to pop the wings out, you know, and all that stuff. So I just don't think we're there yet, and uh, that's my personal opinion, but. Even though we're not quite there to what I see as a flying car, all this stuff they're inventing to try to get there is really cool. Absolutely, man. And I think, you know, we're definitely a long ways off from like a 1.21 gigawatts like time traveling car. And that would be extra cool. Right. Even if it looked like a DeLorean. Right. Well, what if they discover a time traveling car while they're doing flying cars? You know, I mean, you never know what you're going to find. I mean, look, we're just opening things up. It's, we're just getting started with all this. Just cracking it open, man. Cracking it open. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Flummadiddle. And if you want to get a hold of us, Keith, how can folks reach us, get a hold of us? What do, what do they need to do? Well, you can check out our Facebook page, or you can email us. And please do email us. We need uh, topic ideas. We want to we want to do podcasts about what y'all want to listen to. So that is at John. What's that email? Do you Flummadiddle? At gmail.com. That's do you flumadiddle at gmail.com and whatever you listen to if you got us on the itunes or on google play or pocket cast or whatever your favorite uh, mobile device is please go there and like tell everybody how awesome we are give us a five-star review and all that kind of stuff because that will really help us out right i'll tell you like the chinese lady told me on the amazon review if you like product give five-star review if you don't like it then then just don't review it all, please. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, we love y'all. Thanks a lot. God bless. See you next time. Peace.